everybody welcome to the let me bend your ear podcast my name is frank i'm the host of the show uh coming on a couple of minutes late i know i said i was going to come on at 10 30 so i'm sorry i'm a little bit late tonight uh, but as i stated uh, the time's a little bit flexible i've got uh kids so getting in the bed getting stuff situated uh to get ready for the show so i apologize for being a few minutes late but again welcome to the let me bend your ear podcast my name is frank i am the host of the show this is a movie podcast. The tagline of the podcast is I discuss and review movies new and old. So if you are a fan of movies, um, welcome. Uh, I think this will be a, a podcast you'd enjoy. Uh, my uh, my passion is movies. It has been since I have been a child and I love talking movies. So uh, before we get into the show and the, the movie I'm going to talk about, uh, just a little housekeeping. Uh, proud to say I'm finally able to broadcast on Twitter. Uh, so hopefully uh, my Twitter followers on at Bend Your Ear Pod, you should be seeing this episode live now. Uh, let me know if you do. Uh, you can talk and uh, just chat in there and I'll see your chat here on my end. Uh, so welcome everybody on Twitter for the first time. I'm also broadcasting on the show's YouTube channel on my personal Facebook page. So if you follow me on my personal page, uh, you'll see the live as well and also on Twitch. So welcome everybody. Uh, hopefully if you uh, come on now live for this episode, and you have a question about the movie I'm going to discuss shortly, or if you want to talk about anything involving movies, please feel free to do so. Again, I'm having this forum open. I uh, record every new episode live uh, to give people the opportunity to either ask questions or to come on. So like I said, uh, you could be the first live guest tonight. So definitely, if you want to do that, uh, hit me up in the chat and I'll be happy to do that. So tonight's episode, this will be episode 79. So obviously, if you're watching it live now, or if you watch it on the replay on the YouTube channel, uh, you'll see it before it, end, it uh, ends up on the audio podcast feed. So before I get into that, let me plug the current episode that's up on the audio feed now and also on the YouTube channel. So episode 78 is my discussion and review of the 1986 Michael Mann film Manhunter. And uh, that is the first film, if you're not aware of that movie, to feature the Hannibal Lecter character. Again, that is a adaptation of the book Red Dragon. Uh, if you're familiar with that title, it was actually uh, adapted again for a 2002 film starring Edward Norton and uh, Anthony Hopkins returning as Hannibal Lecter, whereas Manhunter has actor Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter and William L. Peterson playing FBI profiler Will Graham. So check out that review. Again, that's on the audio feed on Spotify or wherever you get podcasts. You can also download episodes of the show at any time. All the episodes are at the website. The website is letmebendyourear.com. If you have any questions or comments about the show, or if you want to suggest a movie uh, for me to review and discuss, you can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Or the best way really to get a hold of me is on Twitter, at bendyourearpod. You can... Uh, Hit me up there if you want to talk movies, if you want to suggest a movie for me to review, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, that's really the place where I interact the most. I uh, had actually a great discussion today on Twitter regarding the 1989 Ron Howard film Parenthood. Uh, it's one of, it is definitely probably, it is my favorite Ron Howard film as I commented on Twitter today. It's 1A Parenthood and 1B Apollo 13. So I think I'm going to revisit and uh, review Parenthood for the podcast uh, and, and speaking with people today on Twitter regarding that movie and other people that are big fans of it. It really uh, reminded me how much I am a big fan of that film. So it's uh, it's fantastic to uh, 
to see it. So I'll definitely uh, we'll review it for the podcast. So again, my Twitter handle, uh, someone's asking in the chat, the Twitter handle is at bend your ear pod. That's also the handle for Instagram and Twitch. Uh, so wherever you're looking at it there, like I said, it's at bend your ear pod. Uh, if you want to come on the show and discuss the movie tonight or movies at all, uh, feel free to hit me up in the chat and I'll uh, put the link in the in the chat and put it up uh, so it's visible. So tonight I am going to be discussing, if you saw my post on Twitter or on YouTube, uh, episode 79 tonight will be a discussion and review of the 1984 film Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante. So I picked this film. I know I've been on an 80s kick for the last five to six weeks. I was actually intending on reviewing a different movie that's not an 80s movie, but my son, uh, my eight-year-old son asked to look to look uh, to watch a scary movie. So I'm like, uh, we don't really let him watch horror or anything like that. So I'm thinking, what, what's a good scary movie that would be okay for kids? So I'm like, you know what? Why don't we watch Gremlins? And I hadn't seen this movie in decades. Uh, I saw it when it came out in the 80s, obviously. I was a, I was like a teenager when it came out. I enjoyed it then. And, you know, I remember a lot about it, but in rewatching it this weekend with my son and preparing to talk about it in this episode, I had forgotten a lot about Gremlins. So I'm going to get into that in a moment. Uh, so, of course, Gremlins was released in 1984, uh, directed by Joe Dante, a very good director who's directed some very good movies, The Howling, Matinee. Uh, he directed Small Soldiers. Uh, he's directed uh, a bunch of different films, uh, very interesting, very, uh, very funny films, very comedic. Uh, the Burbs as well. Actually, that's one I, I haven't seen that I need to check out uh, of his uh, of his profile. But uh, the sh the screen screenplay was written by Chris Columbus. So if you know that name, he wrote a lot of films actually in the eighties. He came into prominence as a screenwriter before he became a director. So he wrote The Goonies. He wrote Young Sherlock Holmes, which I think is actually the first movie he directed. Uh, he was um, a prolific screenwriter. Then moved into directing with Home Alone, and of course he's best known probably for directing the first two Harry Potter films. Uh, so he's, uh, you know, been a director ever since. And I think he directed the Christmas Chronicles, the movies on Netflix with Kurt Russell as, as Santa. So he wrote the screenplay and Steven Spielberg uh, is the executive producer of Gremlin. So as I stated in, in the back to the future episode last week, the Steven Spielberg was um, ubiquitous, you know, not just in directing films of the eighties, but producing a lot, of hit films in the eighties, you know, back to the future Goonies, uh, and this film Gremlins. So he was interested in the script, uh, loved it and, uh, and bought it and, uh, became the executive producer on the film. And he picked Joe Dante to direct. So Gremlins just, it's a basic, pretty basic story. So you have, um, uh, Hoyt Axton who plays, let me pull up the cast uh, information here. So you have Hoyt Axton who plays, Randall Peltzer. So in the opening of the film, he's in Chinatown. So Randall is a inventor. So he has a lot of inventions that uh, don't really work very well. And it's a kind of played for comic effect here in this movie. So he goes into uh, a, a store uh, owned by an old Chinese gentleman and his grandson are there. And he's uh, trying to sell his wares to the to the shop owner. And uh, here's a noise in the in the store. Uh, some singing and kind of a, an odd tone noise. So he ends up going over to a certain corner of the store and he is told about a little creature that's there called a mogwai uh, that uh, is uh, not for sale, according to the shopkeeper. So, of course, uh, Mr. Pelzer thinks this is a cool gift for his son. He's like, look, how much do you want for it? I'll give you whatever you want. 
the uh, the older Chinese gentleman is like, this is not for sale. Uh, owning a Mogwai involves great responsibility, not for sale. So Mr. Peltzer leaves the establishment. Uh, as he's leaving, the grandson uh, corners him in the alley and says, hey, look, you still want to buy this thing? I'll, I'll get it out here for you. We need the money. So he uh, gets the Mogwai out and he gives him a warning or more specifically three rules in taking care of the Mogwai. So the first rule is they cannot be exposed to any kind of light, especially sunlight, because sunlight will kill it. Uh, the second thing is you cannot get them wet. You cannot give them water. They got to stay away from water. And then, of course, if you've seen Gremlins, you know the third rule, the most important rule is you cannot absolutely, under any circumstances, feed them after midnight. So with those three rules, uh, Mr. Pelter takes the Mogwai home to his son, and his son is played by actor Zach Galligan. Uh, so he gives him this as a birthday present. Uh, and then you start to hear about uh, the son's character. He works at a bank. This is a small town. This is around Christmas time. And uh, he uh, is gifted the Mogwai. And then, of course, <laughs> and I'm sure not a shocking turn of events, you know, they, the three rules get broken uh, over a series of events. And... Um, if you've seen gremlins, you know that basically once the three rules are broken, the gremlin, the mogwai, who's very sweet, very good natured, um, it starts to multiply into other mogwais. And then each of them kind of have different personalities. And then um, once they're fed after midnight, uh, then they turn from what you see at the beginning to what ultimately ends up happening. They're they become ugly creatures. Uh, they're not cute anymore, and then they basically wreak havoc in the town. So that's the that's the main story of Gremlins. And uh, like I said, if you've seen the movie, I mean, you know this very well. If you haven't, uh, I'm not giving any super spoilers away. You probably see a lot of that in the trailer if you watch the trailer on YouTube. So again, the cast includes Hoyt Axton, Zach Galligan, uh, Phoebe Cates, and I have forgotten Corey Feldman. Young Corey Feldman was in the movie as well. Another funny casting, which I didn't realize because he was, you know, this is a small part. Jonathan Banks, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, uh, or even he was in Beverly Hills Cop too, but of course he's Mike Ehrmantraut on, on Breaking Bad now, so he's well-known now, but did a lot of uh, bit parts in the 80s uh, in film. Uh, so it was, it was kind of surprising. I didn't even re realize he was in the movie. Obviously, back then I wouldn't have known who he was. And you've got uh, actor Glenn Turman as a teacher. And uh, Dick Miller, the old actor, uh, in a role as the neighbor, very, very funny. And Polly Holiday, um, who's known for playing Flo on the sitcom Alice, was the uh, she's the lady Mrs. Daigle in the town. She's kind of the old widow who's very mean, um, runs the bank, kind of is kind of terrorizes the town. So, in rewatching Gremlins, as I said earlier. Like I said, I saw it in the movies when I was a teenager. I, I was a fan of it. I enjoyed it. I remember the movie was a huge hit. Uh, I think critically successful for the most part. It was interesting when I was revisiting the movie and watching it with my son. A couple things I, I noticed. The, the opening of the movie, the setup of the film, the first 45 minutes of the movie or so are actually pretty slow. Uh, I was a little surprised by that when I rewatched it. It was, um, there were some funny moments in it, and but... Uh, it, there wasn't really a lot going on and it wasn't really that interesting to be honest with you. My son actually got a little bit bored and uh, I think I remember the movie from, from decades ago that the the action and the and the good parts of the movie uh, came a lot sooner than I actually thought. 
Uh, so when I rewatched it, so it was a little bit slow. And I think part of the problem, and these, and here's some of my issues with Gremlins, is the two leads are very bland. So Zach Galligan, uh, the lead in the movie, is just not. I, I don't. I don't want to say he's a bad actor, but he's just bland. Like I, I he, you know, he's a nice guy, which that's fine. And but there's really no as a lead character in the movie because he's essentially the lead and it's just not very charismatic not very it's just kind of there and phoebe cates of course who's had a great career and of course is known for for fast times at ridgemont high and 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 the cult movie um as it dropped dead fred i believe that a lot of people love it's a it's a cult film that came out in i think 89 90 something like that or early 90s but you know and she's good but in this movie too they don't give her much to do she's kind of the typical nice girl next door literally and uh her character is not that exciting either so when you have two leads that are not very charismatic or or you know obviously the, the, he likes her there's really no chemistry it, there's nothing to kind of sustain the first part of the movie to lead you into when all the shenanigans and action takes place in the second half of the movie so I really, I thought that was really a detriment to it. Like I said, I didn't remember it that way. And like I said, it's been decades since I had seen it before this past weekend when I watched it with my son. But like I said, he he was getting restless on there, you know, and 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 it was it took a lot for the movie to get going. Now that being said, on the positive note, even at the beginning, the, the supporting players around the leads are really good. Hoyt Axton is good. Polly Holiday is good. Dick Miller is good. So the, the the townspeople, the kind of eccentric townspeople, uh, create a lot of funny moments in the movie, and that kind of sustains it. Even though the the beginning is kind of slow, at least those characters are well done, and that's a strength of the movie. I think are the supporting characters more so than the lead actors. And of course, the second part of the movie is when you get into the movie and the gremlins start to multiply. Then that leads you into the basically the second half of the film, and that's where it uh, takes off. That's where the movie kind of shines. So. Uh, a couple things I want to comment on. First off, uh, the the original Mogwai Gizmo, who's voiced by comedian Harry Mandel. One thing I was impressed about when I rewatched this movie is the facial expressions that are performed in the film by the Mogwai, whether it's a puppet or however they do it, is pretty impressive. Now, considering this is 1984, it, the, the Mogwai is very expressive you can literally see it, it tells a lot of the story with its with its facial features and it's really well done so the technical people that worked on that uh i give them a lot of credit because you can you can see the emotions on that on that creature happy sad worried scared like all of those emotions are portrayed in the facial um uh, manipulation of the puppet which is pretty impressive like i said and when i watch it again i'm like wow that's actually really well done and uh, of course, obviously, as, as the bad gremlins come and they multiply and, and they change and, and metamorphosize into what they end up being uh, and overrunning the town, those are, you know, of course, those are fantastic. And then, of course, it, it becomes basically a horror comedy. So that's really what it is, which is fine. And like I said, there's some darker moments, scarier. My son wasn't scared at all. But, um, you know, there's some a lot of funny moments, obviously, in the bar, you know, in the movie theater. So they, they put them in situations that are really, really funny. And uh, and it works really, really well. Now, to back up to an issue, the second issue I kind of had with the movie and uh, I was reading, doing some research and Joe Dante kind of uh, had some pushback on this particular thing. So there's a scene where Phoebe Cates is talking to Zach Galligan's character and 
there's a backstory about her hating Christmas. So they there's a scene where they're walking and then she tells him why she hates Christmas. And I got to tell you, she relates the story about how her father died on Christmas and how he died. And um, it's pretty morbid and, and, and not in it. And I guess for me, I guess some people will probably listen to the scene. I won't say how he died because I'll let you watch the movie if you haven't seen Gremlins. But if you have, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it because I thought it was it wasn't dark, funny to me. Like I'm like, oh, that's kind of jarring in a movie like this to to have such a dark story regarding why she doesn't like Christmas. And then there's even a scene earlier when she's talking about, which is a true, you know, a true statement that a lot of people suffer depression, you know, over the holidays. And 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 then on this line, I will say because I was like, oh. So, so her line was, while a lot of people are opening presents, other people are opening their wrist. I was like, good Lord. I'm like, that's dark for, for like a horror comedy. I'm like, good Lord. That's like, a, you know, you're talking about suicide and just, it was just a, it just, it was jarring to me for some reason. So those two things I didn't really love and I didn't, I didn't like the tone of that. So I, and I was doing the research for the show, for the movie, I guess the scene where she talks about how her father died on Christmas. Um, Steven Spielberg didn't like it either, uh, and wanted it and w- would have rather than been out of the movie, but I guess Joe Dante pushed back because he, he, he thought that that represented the spirit of what the movie was kind of a horror comedy or a comedy with darker elements in it. So Spielberg, you know, out of respect for Dante and having it, knowing that it was his film, Dante's film just didn't really push back that hard and it stayed in the movie. But to me, I actually would have rather not have it in there. I mean, I don't even, you know, I, I don't even think that backstory was necessary about her not liking Christmas. I didn't even think all that was necessary to be honest with you. So I thought it was kind of extraneous and didn't really add to the movie. So those are the other, um, or the other issue that I had with gremlins. But again, the strength of the movie is the second act, third act, you know, when, when, when the gremlins wreak havoc, that's what you're there to see anyway. And that's what I remember the most when I watched the movie in the movies when I was younger. So again, that's really what, uh, carried the movie for me. And I think, uh, like I said, once the gremlins started to, take over the town and again you know my eight-year-old's watching it with me he's he's enjoying that part of it as well so again i mean it's it's a definitely a classic 80 movie 80s movie in the sense that most people know what it's about and have seen it or have heard of it and like i said the uh the uh the effects as far as the practical effects of the gremlins are really really well done and uh that's really you know why i would recommend this movie the most really for the second half of it uh, so again unlike the other movies i've revisited over the last couple of episodes so i think in this case with gremlins has been different uh in the other movies that i revisited uh, i've i've had a, the same kind of uh, affection and and thought they were as good as they were when i saw them initially uh gremlins unfortunately is not the same i didn't i think i liked it more then than i do now uh i don't dislike the movie but i, I definitely do think that uh, I don't like it as much as I did when I was younger, and I can see the flaws in the movie now that I definitely didn't see then. Uh, so um, based on that, I think I'm going to, uh, out of my five Van Gogh review, I'm going to go ahead and give Gremlins three and a half Van Goghs out of five. So again, for the issues that I maintained, I think it, it starts off a little bit slow, uh, I think, uh, but once it gets going, it gets going. Uh, I think that's what gave it me instead of three to give it three and a half. So on that scale, it's a movie that you that I I can recommend that you see. I think a lot of it is good. Uh, it doesn't rise to the level of a four or a five Van Gogh movie, 
uh, and I'm sure some people that are watch this episode or listen to this episode later will disagree with me vehemently, which I understand. I'm sure a lot of people think this movie is a classic 80s movie. I I don't think it's a classic 80s movie. I, even before I rewatched it, I thought it was a good 80s movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I never put it up on the top of my list of 80s movies. I will say this, and I'll probably review it on another show. Uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch, I'm going to have to see. I actually was a big fan of that sequel. I thought it was a really strong one. I'm going to have to rewatch it, though, to see if I still, again, it's been decades since I've seen that movie. I saw that in the movies, and there was a, there's a, outstanding sight gag in gremlins too once i review that movie i'll talk about that but uh, i'll revisit that movie at some point i actually thought it was a pretty strong sequel because it was more of a satire uh, so i'll definitely revisit that joe dante directed it as well uh, so uh, i'll definitely uh, uh probably revisit that movie but as far as the first gremlins so obviously there's a lot to like about it in the second half of the movie uh, which leads me to my three and a half uh van gogh review uh, I watched it on a, uh, a DVD. I purchased the movie because I thought I had, again, I thought I was going to like it more than I did when I rewatched it, but it was a 4K transfer. It looked really good, sounded really good. So, I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. And my son was entertained, again, I said, by the second half of the movie. So, Gremlins, I'm giving three and a half Van Goghs out of five. So, again, I'm here live uh, recording this episode on YouTube, on my Facebook page, on the on Twitch, and on the Twitter for at bend your ear pod. So if you have any comments about uh, gremlins, come on and uh, put them in the chat. Now I'll be happy to take a look uh, and respond. If you want to come on and talk gremlins with me or any other film or Joe Dante or movies in general, I'm going to be on here for a few more minutes. Uh, so I want to give anybody the opportunity to jump on and discuss the movie. Uh, if you agree with my review, disagree with my review, uh, any thoughts about gremlins. So definitely come on here. So what I'll do shortly is I'm going to uh, post the link right here on the bottom of the window. And you can, uh, if you want to come on the show, you can just click on that link. It's a uh, browser based. So basically, if you have a, a web browser, it'll open up that browser, you uh, type in your name that you want to come in, and then we'll let you in. And then you can come on and talk live with me. Or if you want to go into the chat and uh, talk, uh, you can do that as well. If you want to chat me a question, I can see it here. I'll be happy to answer it uh, regarding gremlins or anything else. So just give me a second here. I'm going to go ahead and put the uh, link up. All right, there's the link there. So if you want to come on, uh, just uh, copy and paste that link right there, uh, and you'll be able to come in and talk to me. Uh, if you have any questions, again, about this movie or movies in general, feel free to come on. Like I said, I'm going to be on here for a few more minutes. Uh, so, again, my review of Gremlins is three and a half Van Goghs out of five. Now, again, uh, I uh, encourage you to check out my last few episodes if you're a fan of 80s movies. I've been definitely going down the 80s movies rabbit hole for the last few weeks. Uh, the current episode is Manhunter. Uh, I've done Back to the Future. Oh, looks like I have somebody that wants to come on. Hold on. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm Spencer Snakes in your chat. And um, so I was agreeing with your 3.5 because, I mean, you're right. The first part of the movie isn't so great. But uh, the second part does get better. I just think they need to fix the quality if they were able to. But since it's obviously an older movie you can't really fix the quality of 
Yeah, and and like I said, I hadn't seen the movie in a long time. Was it? Uh, did you revisit it after not seeing it for a long time and 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 realize that the first part of it wasn't as as smooth as a, a, you thought, or did you see it for the first time and that was just your initial reaction of the movie? Uh, I've seen it a few times, and I decided that it was a little bit more. Um, it was a little bit worse than the second half. Uh, just a few weeks ago, me and my dad were watching it actually. Yeah, no, and that's my thought too. And I was actually surprised because, like I said, I was actually looking forward to watching it with my son because I had remembered it when I was a kid, really loving it. And so it was a little surprising because, like I said, the most of the movies I've revisited the last few weeks, uh, I've loved as much as I did back then. But yeah, this was an exception. But again, like I said, I think I, I would overall recommend it because, like I said, I think the second half is really strong once the gremlins start to overrun. And there's a lot of funny scenes in there and stuff that they do is really kind of wacky and funny and scary all at the same time. So I think the second half works a lot better than the first half. But, yeah, I, I definitely had issues with the first half. Yeah. Um, also, I had a problem like with the beginning whenever he started walking into the store. I didn't really understand the words. It was kind of muffled at the beginning. And it could have been my tv or it could have been the movie itself so yeah i mean i i didn't have that issue because like i said i i watched it on a i purchased a dvd with a with a 4k transfer so it was it was the picture and the sound quality was really good so i would agree with you if you're watching either an older dvd version or watching it on tv or streaming it uh i definitely could see where there may be some issues because obviously the movie's from 1984 so if it hasn't been you know cleaned up in any way i could see where there could be some issues either audio or picture or both uh that's why i try to find movies in the best can you know in the best kind of transfer that they have uh but i could see where that could be an issue any other thoughts what did you what did you like about gremlins i know what, what was your favorite parts of the movie uh, I really liked whenever they took over the movie theater and they just jumped out of the screen. That was really funny. Um, <laughs> that was a good part. Absolutely. The movie whenever, theater sequence was probably one of the strongest in the movie. I agree with you. That was good. Yeah. Whenever they popped out of the snack case and had all the popcorn and all the snacks, that was pretty funny, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, you actually, and, and thank you for coming on. You're my first live guest on a, on a, on a broadcast. So I really appreciate you uh, okay. uh, signing on and chatting in the room there. So definitely come on. I, like I said, I, I record normally on Sundays, but like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll notify anybody that wants to come on. And if you have any other questions, let me know, but I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Yeah, take, good night. You too. Take care. All right. Well, I appreciate that. That was our first live guest. That was awesome. So thank you for coming on. So if anybody wants to come on, like I said, it was super easy. Like I said, you jump, jump right in and I'll let you in the room and we'll talk. Um, you can be on with me or you can be just audio. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, so again, uh, Gremlins, three and a half Van Goghs out of five, uh, directed by Joe Dante. It was released 1984. Uh, Steven Spielberg, executive produced, and Chris Columbus wrote the screenplay. So again, as I was saying, um, check out my episodes in the last few weeks. I've reviewed Back to the Future, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Fletch, Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, I've been on an 80s kick. So uh, if you like 80s movies, this is the time to really check out the podcast. And like I said, this is a movie-focused podcast. I discuss and review movies new and old. Uh, like I said, if you're watching this one live or if you see it in the YouTube channel later or on Twitter later, you'll get a sneak preview. This will be the episode that will be posted on the audio feed uh, this coming weekend. But obviously, if you're watching it now or if you listen or if you watch on the YouTube channel, you'll get a sneak preview of it. As I said, I be I record these episodes live. Uh, I've been doing that for the last month and a half now. So I really am trying to grow the podcast. So, again, I want to thank uh, my guest that came on, Spencer. Thank you for coming on. 
I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm attempting to grow the show. So if you like what you see, like what you hear, uh, I would really ask if you could share the episodes that I post on social media. Again, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter at Bend Your Ear Pod. Uh, if you see me, I post episodes all the time. If you could share them, retweet them, that would be great. Uh, if you know people that like movie podcasts, please share it with uh, with them and have them check it out. The only thing I would ask, too, also, if you listen to the audio feed, uh, if that's how you prefer to listen to the podcast, that's fantastic. That's what I started out as. And this will always be an audio podcast uh, with the video incorporated. Uh, definitely, if you listen, especially on Apple Podcasts, I know there have been people complaining about the Apple Podcast app. I don't have Apple. I have an Android phone, so I don't know what's going on there. But wherever you listen to it, if you listen to the audio feed, please rate and review the show. This is hugely important uh, for any independent podcaster. You will even hear big podcasts talk about it. And the reason that they do is if you rate and review uh, your favorite podcast, the more ratings and reviews a podcast can obtain, the, the higher the podcast goes in a search. So if somebody goes on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or Spotify or wherever they listen to it, if they are searching for a movie podcast and a show has a lot of great ratings and reviews, the more they have, the higher in the results that podcast comes in. So a podcast like mine, I'm a one-man show. It's an independent podcast. So the the lifeblood of it is, is word of mouth and those ratings and reviews on the podcasting platforms to hopefully give a, uh, exposure to the show. And uh, I've been very happy. Uh, my downloads have gone up. Uh, I'm still a small podcast, but I've been so extremely happy. And I've been asking for a live guest for a few weeks now. And tonight we had our first one, which is fantastic. So these are just the efforts I'm making uh, to grow the show. I really enjoy doing this podcast. I love it. I love talking movies. I love talking to people about movies. Uh, so that's why I've incorporated the video element into the podcast. So when I first started doing it, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't sure how comfortable I was going to be with it. But I'll tell you, I've really embraced it. It's really given me an opportunity to hopefully extend the reach of the show and give people ways to consume the show and that's what i've always wanted to do anyway ever since i launched this podcast three years ago my goal has always been to give make it easy for you to find it and to give you different ways to look at it so i know a lot of people you know use twitch or use youtube they like to watch podcast and i know some people are like what do you mean podcasts are an audio medium i totally get that and and this podcast is primarily an audio medium podcast but uh, the opportunity to be able to stream now on multiple platforms, I'm very happy about. And like I said, it's just ways for me to grow the show. That's what I want to do. I want to I want to really grow the audience for this podcast and interact with the people that listen. Uh, so this is a, another opportunity to do that, and I'm happy to do it. And it's been a lot of fun, actually. I actually look forward to recording these or doing the live streams and then having them available for people if they would rather watch the show, watch it later. Or again, still always having the audio podcast feed uh, if that's how you prefer to consume it. But again, let me know what you think. Uh, if you have suggestions, uh, uh, feedback about you know what I review, or like I said, suggestions about a movie to review. So please do that. You can follow the show on Twitter at Bend Your Ear Pod. That's also the handle for Instagram. I am on Twitch as well at Bend Your Ear Pod. That is also the same handle. The email for the show is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. The show is available all the time on the website, so you can download every episode that's been recorded in the last three years. They're all available there whenever you want. If you don't use a podcasting app to listen to the audio, that is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, regarding uh, if you want to support the show, like I said, this is a one-man operation. Uh, if you uh, feel moved to give uh, anything at all, you can go to PayPal and just use the uh, the email 
podcast at gmail.com. I don't have a Patreon or anything like that. Uh, and the main reason I don't is I record these shows live. I don't record multiple episodes a week. Uh, I don't think I would have anything uh, to justify a monthly you know, monthly contribution from anyone. Uh, maybe the podcast will grow to the point where I will do that and have exclusive content that way. Uh, but I think the easiest and most fair way is if you, uh, if you feel like giving, you know, one time, just, you know, go to PayPal and do it. I think at some point what I may do, and, and I'm welcome to suggestions is, is of anyone, you know, we may make stickers for the show or things like that. So if you want to give, you know, we can send out magnets or stickers or whatever you think, you know, whatever you would be interested in, uh, as a, as a reward or a, a, a a token of thanks for for supporting the podcast. So I'll get into that. Like I said, it's not anything I'm I'm focused on, but it's, if you have suggestions about that, that's fine. Uh, again, any anything I would get for the podcast is really you know to for the overhead, which is not much. You know, the website and uh, and improving hardware. So that's really what it would go for. But again, I want to thank everyone that is watching tonight. I want to thank everyone that's listening on the that will listen on the audio feed later or watch on the YouTube channel later. Like I said, in the last two months that I've been really focused on trying to grow the show and adding the video element, uh, my downloads have gone up. The interest in the show has gone up. The interaction on social media has all gone up. And like I said, uh, again, we had our first live guest tonight, and I'm so happy about that. I, I really appreciate Spencer coming on, and hopefully he'll, it'll be the beginning of more people coming on. I want to interact with people while I do these lives because I, I fly solo when I do these shows, and I do every episode by myself unless I have an interview scheduled and I love doing it by myself and I love talking by myself, but I do understand from the listener perspective that uh, a podcast definitely is more engaging and more fun to listen to when you're throwing commentary or discussing something with somebody else. So that's why I want to reach out to you, the audience out there. If you want to talk movies with me, I love doing that. And I think that makes for a more compelling podcast. Again, I fly solo every week and I, I love doing it that way. But again, I'm, I'm openly, uh, soliciting for people to come on. And like I said, if you, you like tonight, the person came on audio, they didn't put their camera on. It doesn't have to be, I would love to do a, a, a camera when somebody comes on where I can see them and hear them, but that's not a requirement. And that's the beauty of how I'm, I'm doing these live streams. I can do it either audio or audio video. So again, don't feel like you're going to be thrown on the air. If you don't want to be on, just keep your camera off and we can do audio just like I did with our live guest tonight. Uh, so I just want to have an opportunity to interact with people. Like I said, I think it makes for a, a better podcast. So uh, if not tonight, then like I said, I'm, this is always going to be open every time I do an episode. So again, I want to thank everybody for for joining me tonight. It's been fantastic. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the review of Gremlins. Let me know your thoughts if you've already seen Gremlins. Uh, do you agree with my critiques of it? Do you think it's a great movie? Do you think it's you know even worse than I, not that I thought it was bad, but what are your thoughts on Gremlins? Like I said, reach out to me on social media at Bend Your Ear Pod. And uh, on Instagram is the same at Bend Your Earpod. So again, thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, I will be recording another episode. Uh, I'll be going live for my next episode, uh, which will be episode 80. Uh, usually, like I said, it should be on Sundays. I recorded on Tuesday today. Something came up on Sunday. So that's why the live show is tonight. I haven't picked a movie yet for next Sunday. Um, so, or actually let me, yeah, Sunday night, still July 4th, but you know what? I'll probably record anyway, because I record late. So it'll be a July 4th special. Uh, so yeah, I should be recording there or barring any other issues, but, uh, I haven't picked a movie yet. As soon as I do, I'll post it on my social media so we can talk about it. Maybe I'll run a poll and I don't know if it's going to be eighties or not. Like I said, I, I thought I was going to be moving a while off from the eighties until I ended up watching gremlins. So, uh, I can't promise that. So, but definitely if you have any movie suggestions, let me know. And again, you can, um, email the show at bend your ear podcast at gmail.com 
or you can hit me up. Like I said, the best place is on Twitter at Bend Your Ear Pod. I'm there all day long. I'm interacting with people all day long. And like I said, I had a great conversation today uh, with uh, with some other podcasters regarding the Ron Howard film Parenthood. So I definitely love talking movies. And like I said, if you follow me, I'll follow you back. So I hope everybody has a great evening. Again, I want to thank my live guest tonight, and hopefully that'll be the sign of things to come. We'll get more live guests on in the future or people coming into the chat to uh, ask any questions. So again, I'm going to let everybody go for tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a fantastic week. Take care.